This is Dale Buckter's Financial Clinic. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. Dale Buckner Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett is a certified financial planner professional at our offices at Dale Buckner Inc. Just a little housekeeping here. We're at 301 South Polk Suite 420. And... Uh, been here since 1990, 1999. It's hard to say that. <laughs> Anything that's 19-something, it's hard to say. So we've been here for a while, and pretty much what we are wanting to talk about today is Social Security. Now, uh, Brett, I know you've been working on Social Security quite a bit, and you have any kind of opening thoughts that, and then I'll kind of kind of take it in a direction that you might not have been expecting. I think I've said in the past, Dale, before I even got into the this business, when I think about Social Security, I think about just a, just a simple process. When you finally get to a certain age, then you are able to start collecting. I didn't know anything about so many other options, so many other combinations of things. And if you're married, that even further complicates potential choices. So it's it's pretty intricate in terms of how complicating it can potentially be. I just had no idea. So you're spot on, but I want to talk about there's 2,700 different rules with Social Security, and it is very wrong-headed to n- not get help when you're claiming Social Security. Right. So as we go through this process, I wish to counsel everybody listening that they are take Social Security claiming very seriously and that they get good, solid help from a, I prefer a certified financial planner. We're not the only ones, but certified financial planners are trained in claiming strategies for Social Security. And we also have experts that we work with, like Tom Clark, been with the Social Security Administration for decades and decades, and really has the expertise to be able to talk to virtually everybody about the more complicated training uh, claiming strategies. The folks that just claim Social Security when they retire are leaving an average per couple of $150,000 on the table. This is some of the... uh, Information that we're getting out of Life Yield, one of the an analytical programs that are out there to analyze how you should claim Social Security. And as Life Yield comes up with a optimum claiming strategy for folks, so does another half dozen other programs that are out there. So they're not the only ones. Uh, but when when we really start to work with someone, we really come to the conclusion that we really are wanting to have some of that maximum claiming that we could possibly do. 
And as we go through the process, what are some of the things that you're doing to ask folks so that they can claim Social Security appropriately? Well, I think part of it is enlightening people that if they can wait to collect, you know, past their typical what is called their full retirement age when they get their full benefit, if they were to delay it a few years, they could even get up as much as 30% more. I think that's the very first thing that I talk to people about. Many people don't even know that. And so many people, I think, Dale, you know, they they actually start before they obtain full retirement age, so they're getting a little bit less. I, I think people are kind of misinformed on a lot of situations. So that, anyway, that's the first thing I do is just kind of educate people that are thinking about wanting to collect when it might benefit them to wait a little bit. But then I'd also talk to them about their spouse you know how much they expect to collect and if you know if there's if one spouse is expecting a, a whole lot compared to the other spouse then there's the different types of strategies to maximize both of their social security incomes when they're when it's finally collected we worked a, a case study here recently that was very interesting where we had one of the spouses that had met their 40 quarters, that's 10 years of employment, but that's about it. So they were really going to be getting a minimal amount from their Social Security. And the other one that had a lot, they were going to get a very generous Social Security check. And one of them was younger than the other one. And and so when we started working with them, we counseled the one that was older that was going to get a very low Social Security to go ahead and claim that Social Security early, delay uh, the uh, benefit that they could get and uh, for the one that's going to get the largest one to full retirement age or even past that, and then once they hit full retirement age and do retire, then they we would reclaim for the ones that's only going to get $400 a month, $600 a month, could reclaim and get half of $2,800 and so $1,400. So it was going to dramatically increase in that small check is like free money because you get to do a do-over once your spouse is full retirement age and retires. Well, that's a, a game changer that the vast majority of folks may not know, and it only works for certain people. And so you really, going through the process, that would be one of the 2,700 rules that you would wish to know about. And I'm going to tell you, it's impossible to know about all of them. I, I We come across many of those 2,700 rules when it comes to divorces. We come across another group of them when we come to beneficiary our uh, beneficiary claimers on Social Security. We come and when you start talking about all the other rules that happen when you have minor children, holy cow, you got some really interesting things to talk about that can help people have a much better claiming strategy than they might. Brett, you and I both have our certified financial planner designations and. Uh, 
we, as we kind of go through this process, I've been to multiple training sessions on Social Security that have assisted me in getting a what we're going to call a, a top-of-the-mind awareness of how Social Security cra- claiming strategies work. And I always appreciate the process of going through a piece of software that has the ability to be able to help with that. But I, I kind of feel like that personal touch and asking the question that they forgot to ask is sort of, or they or ask about something that they didn't think about is one of those things that all of a sudden it sort of reveals that maximum training strategy. And um, as you go through, how do you feel about it? I mean, as far as we counsel probably uh, what a dozen people every month or so like that about Social Security. We, I, I do also want to mention that we offer complimentary consultation. It, you don't have to be a client to come in, and we give this free without measure. So you're total. Don't feel like you're insulting us by coming in and seeing us about and visiting about your Social Security. I I kind of feel like it's part of our duty and. To give back to the community and help you claim your social security the appropriate way. So, um, so kind of, I'll let you kind of talk a little bit since I've been talking too much. <laughs> well, it's like you're you're right. I I probably get maybe two calls a week from people that are not our clients that have heard various shows that you know we've done in the past on social security and you know just asking they're just asking kind of general questions and sometimes are a little bit complicating but but the point is people are giving us a call because there is such an interest out there because social security is it's pretty it's going to affect I don't know what the percentage is, but it's got to be in the high 90s in terms of people being eligible for it. So it's almost like taxes. I mean, everybody's got to pay taxes, and everybody's going to be pretty much almost everybody affected by Social Security. So it's a it's a big topic, and it's 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 part of what we do is educating people that have heard our broadcasts and people that are clients that are to the point where they're they're needing to make Social Security type decisions. Pew Research is showing that there's been a whole lot more interest in having a consultant to help you choose the right strategy for Social Security. Right. right. Because of COVID, there's been a whole lot more people that are retiring. And a whole lot more folks are retiring early. Right. And they may not be eligible for Social Security. Let's do some of the basic after this break that we're going to have. Why don't we do some of that basic stuff about Social Security that everybody ought to know? There's a few things that everybody ought to know, and then we can make sure that we get those out of the way. How does that sound? Sounds good. Let's go ahead and take our first break. And uh, I do want to mention that if anybody really would like to get into this a little bit deeper, they can go to our website, www.dalebuckner.com, and they can get a copy of this slash podcast that they can listen to at any time they wish. 
And we pretty much are making it pretty easy now to be able to just click on a the website, go straight to where the podcasts are. You can just touch that podcast and listen to this portion again. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic. I'm visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett is a certified financial planner professional at the Dale Buckner, Inc. offices at 301 South Pole, Suite 420. And we greatly appreciate his help on the Social Security subject. And I'm going to ask you some questions. And I'm, I just said before the break that everybody ought to know these. <laughs> I would really think that a certified financial <laughs> planner professional will know this. So as we go through this, I and it, there is a certain amount of uh, pleasure that I get in torturing my host, guest host here. And so every now and then I might ask you one that you might not know. You, so you that's could. okay. Right. That's all right. I mean, this would be a good time to, to discuss this. So what is the normal first time you can claim Social Security? Well, it's 62. And unfortunately, a lot of people take advantage of that. And they're, they could potentially be shortchanging themselves. But that's the, that's the first year you can get it. And you'll, you're guaranteed to pretty much get the least amount that you could be eligible for if you wait. And what about if it's a, a survivor benefit? You could start collecting, or the the survivor could start collecting at sixty. But 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 then again, by collecting that early, and then some people may have really they may need it, and not to discount that. But if again, if you could, if a person eligible for survivor benefits can wait until their own full retirement age. That would be the thing to do, but they, but people, survivor, the benefit you could start to collect when you're 60 years old. Now, the, there's the survivor benefit and your own benefit. You can, are not required to take the largest when you do claim. So you could claim your survivor benefit at 60 and wait to take yours till age 70. That's right, and get the maximum. So as we kind of go through this. This is one of those 2,700 rules that makes no sense. <laughs> I always say the IRS doesn't have to make sense. Congress doesn't have to make sense. The 59 and a half rules and the 60-year <laughs> rules and the 62-year-old right. rules and the Medicare rule at 65 makes no sense since – Full retirement age is 66 for Social Security. Right. So as we kind of go through these multiple rules, we really are thinking that it would be appropriate for almost everybody. Uh, you don't have to be a wealthy person to be able to visit with somebody that has been appropriately trained in Social Security, Medicare, and multiple other plans. Right. So right. as we kind of discuss this between ourselves what are some of the other ages that what's the maximum age you could wait to claim social security 70 years old and and i and we dale i think you can agree we counsel our own clients that if they can wait until 70 that would be ideal and i think the only exceptions might be is if you somehow didn't expect to live very long maybe your parents didn't 
live long or your lineage was short or you just flat out need the money, I think those would be the only two reasons why you would go ahead and collect at maybe at 66 or 65 or wherever or whenever. But if you can wait, it's it's like about an 8% increase every year you wait past your full retirement age, which is typically 66, 67 years old. As we go through research, Pew Research and several other research, research by Social Security Administration themselves has found that the reason people claim it's 62 is because they believe Social Security is going to go bankrupt. Right. Right. What's your opinion about that? I would say definitely not, because the government will do everything they can to ensure that that system continues. They may raise payroll taxes or they could increase your the age at which one would be eligible for the full retirement age. The point is they could do a lot of things um, to, to keep it going. But right now we're really not close to any kind of a calamity like that. So in answering your question, Social Security is alive and well, and it will be for years and years to come, in my opinion. As we go through, there is a uh, wrong-headed, false impression that all the money is gone from the trust fund. That is not true. No, there's three trillion dollars in the trust fund, and it's growing every year. Right, and continuing income to the trust fund on virtually every earning that's out there. That continues to fund that is growing and is enough to fund all payments so far with Social Security. Speaking of growing, the population that are 65 years and older is growing too. And there would be such a backlash if there was even any kind of an indication of any kind of a problem with Social Security. So the politicians and uh, they, they'll. I think they would do. Whoever is in office would do everything they could to continue to make sure that Social Security is not going to go bankrupt or anything like that. As we talk about that number, it's ten thousand people turning sixty-five every day. Exactly right. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure right. the party that's messes up Social Security is never going to win another election exactly. forever. For, for a while. It does give pause, and it's almost like a minefield for political parties That's right. to come in and mess with Social Security. And it's happened in the past, and they've been punished for it. Right. And I can go back into in history when Social Security in 1986, when the very first time Social Security was taxable, and they were very punished greatly for taxing Social Security. Now, I, I've got some strange good news here. <laughs> it makes little sense that it would be good news that Social Security income is taxed for most folks. It's not taxed for about 50%, 40%, 50% of all of recipients. Because they're they don't make enough money to have it taxed, right? And 
but it is taxed for everybody that's making more money. So as we kind of come back into this whole process of where are we going to tax and how we're going to tax it, we ought to spend a whole segment on how to plan that. That's right. You're right about that. Yes, it can be tax free. So I'll set that one up. I do want to mention that you can go to our website, www.dalebuckner.com, and listen to the rest of this program or and or listen to the whole podcast and, and be able to hear that. Let's go ahead and take our next break. <laughs> 